Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we're going to talk about Westworld Season 1 Episode 7 it's called, and apologies for the pronunciation here, Trempere which is French, and I looked this up, I was curious as to what this meant it's French for optical illusion Very clever Yeah, very good They had to to put it in a different language so that we couldn't tell that it said optical illusion Yeah Because that in and of itself is an illusion yeah, sucks if you speak French, though, I guess. <laughs> if you speak French, you've got a long list of problems, and the, <laughs> the name of this episode's at the bottom of that list. That's uh, true. Apologies to any French people who <laughs> watch our review. Or, or Canadians. <laughs> or Canadians. But anyway, Westworld. Uh, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, especially for this one, this is a big episode. And I think, you know, first thing we have to talk about is Bernard. We have to talk about what is the main plot of this episode and it's funny because there's something that I forgot to mention on last week's review that had been just sort of you know, in the back of my mm. mind like chipping away at it you know, remember when he finds the cottage and yeah. it was the way that Ford just kind of like batman into the scene and we, yeah. we may have mentioned that he did that I can't remember if we did or not but it was just you know, I, I think, you know Everyone at some point or another's, you know, maybe thought of are some of the workers' hosts. And certainly people have suggested that, or maybe Bernard's one. I don't think people were necessarily calling it because people were suggesting just about everyone was a host. Yeah, he was the one that I'd seen most, though. Sure, sure. But more, like, people had been speculating everyone, like, you know, Elsie, Ford, everyone. Everyone had been guessed at some point. So it almost doesn't really count. It's just, like, whatever. But I was in the back of my head, and I was thinking, well, now, I don't actually think this is exactly the explanation, but it did occur to me that maybe the explanation for that, his sudden appearance, was that if Ford froze time for him, if he has a host and he's got his time frozen, and then he turned back on, that would be how mm. it appears to him, that he just appeared. That's true. So that that was something that was... Uh, in my head, uh, which is why when this episode started and we started with Bernard, uh, we have this scene with his son, and then he wakes up from that. I immediately went, he's a host. Yeah, it was it was like you say it's something that's been in the back of my mind for a few episodes because people have been mentioning it so much, and then as soon as you see it start on him, it's like okay, I'm I'm fairly sure. Well, I was positive because every time. Well, see, I was considering it was a misdirect. Because every single time you've seen someone wake up at the start of an episode, they've always been a host. I agree, but that's why I was considering that maybe it was a misdirect. So I, I was positive. I was all in at this point. Um, yeah. And of course, throughout the episode, we we have this plot of uh, Charlotte, who's from you know the from the Delos company, and we have her sort of having this meeting with Teresa, and like Hector's there as a sex doll, you know, all paused over in the bed. Yep. Uh, which. I can only imagine at this point is uh, something that Ford is using to spy on people because he's there and he's absorbing information. That's true. So that, that that's certainly something that I think is uh, relevant. Yeah. But it, always... it also amuses me that she gets the special privileges of it, though. Because you know, they've mentioned mm-hmm. how it's like a thing where they're not supposed to. Yeah. But she's just like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm the boss here. Yeah. Well, it all leads, of course, to this scene where they put on this demonstration, and even her and Teresa talk about how they're almost going to make something look worse than it is to 
force Ford out of the company to force his control away from the park. Like, if something violent happens... And I was almost thinking they were actually going to harm someone, like, in the park. Like, you know, actually harm a civilian, or... Well, civilians are the right word, a guest in the park. Yeah. And it turns out, no, they did this other thing where they brought in Clementine and they'd altered her code to put on this display where if she'll still act out in violence against a human. And this scene was one of several standout scenes in this episode because it, the acting from everyone was phenomenal. And the sort of slow realisation from Bernard that he's getting fired and then she actually says you're fired. Uh, and it's a giant power play from her. Teresa's looking really awkward and can't even look at him. But Anthony Hopkins in this scene. And it obviously it makes more sense at the end of the episode. But his face in the entire scene is... I know what you're pulling. Yeah. And it's not flying. I know exactly uh, what's... It's like, it doesn't matter how much Charlotte thinks she's in control. Anthony Hopkins, Ford, for the duration of that scene, knows he's got the biggest dick in the room. To, you know, there's this, know. this thing they've been doing, you know, where they're in the host mode, they've been, like, perfectly still. I think it's touched up with, like, CGI to make the, the reactions just perfectly still and, like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they have to touch up a little bit. Yeah. It's impossible. I almost feel like they might have done something to Hopkins in this scene just to keep his face, like, the exact same throughout because it never changed. No, nah, no, nah, you could see his eyes moving. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, but, like, it just, he, like, he... Because it's almost, like... It was the first time in this show when I was actually getting legit Hannibal Lecter vibes from him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the fact that it was all glass, like, walls that were adding to it, but it was just, like, you know, it's this look of, like... I'm almost convinced he might start killing people in a minute. Like, he's, like, someone's yeah. trying to take his part from him. Uh, but, you know, you get this sense that he is completely in control. He knows what's going on. He's, he's sussed their game. And, obviously, it's confirmed a few scenes later when Bernard comes to talk to Therese, or Teresa, and... He, like, he actually says, yeah, this didn't even fly for me. I could tell that this had been engineered, you know, so who knows what Ford was thinking. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was thinking the entire yeah. time. Ford, Ford's got so much, you know, gears churning in there. Oh, dear. But, uh, no, but of course it leads to him, because he, he didn't tell Teresa about what he finds out last episode, uh, that Teresa's the one uploading something from the host. And we still don't know what happened to Elsie. Elsie's... No, we don't. We know that whatever's happened to her, someone in the company's covering it up. Because they've put yeah. her in his on vacation or or you know away days, yeah. So, um, but Bernard, someone with access, someone with access, yeah, all all very important. Uh, we can theorize about that in a minute, but I feel like we can't theorize about anything else until we talk about yeah, yeah. the end Let's of this, this other way. So Bernard takes her out to the the cottage, and it, I think like all throughout, like everything's been like really intriguing and like. The acting from both of these people has been fantastic. But, of course, he describes this idea that a host can't see something if they're not supposed to. Like, it'll actually... And it goes with the title of the episode that it's like an optical illusion. They won't see something if it's harmful to them or harmful to their, their programming because it'll, you know, it'll... It won't jive, you know? Yeah. It'll... It's the same thing that we've had where, you know, uh, where I've been talking with Dolores, he says, uh, you can't... You're not supposed to hear that. Like, you yeah, know, from like yeah. the outside world. It's those things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, it's the exact same thing. But it's, like, it answers how Ford could just come in, like like he did last time, because we see that the door was right there. But even the way when he comes into this scene, you don't see the door, mm. right? It's actually not there in the scene until it flips, and it's Therese actually says, where is this, what's behind this door? 
and then he says the words. The, even though, even though at the start of the episode I'd already decided it, I'd already figured it out. I was like, he is a host, right? But when he says the words, "What door?" <laughs> you're like, That's the moment. Oh crap! Like your your heart just sinks because this is them confirming it, and it's one of these things where you almost feel like it's intentional that you know. Yeah, there, there was a few moments throughout this episode where they were playing with it as well. Like mm-hmm. when him and Teresa were talking uh, near the start and she goes, oh, you're practicing for, you, for your conversations with the hosts. And it's very reminiscent of the way he talks with Dolores. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. About, I've got some thoughts on that. Well, I just mean the, the, the situation, the way it plays. Yeah. It's, it's like reminiscent of those conversations, that's all. Got some thoughts on that. Uh but so they, they go, do, go downstairs, right? They go downstairs and there's this, there's like a, you know, a, a host printing machine, like, you know, working away. Yeah. Um, and it's like a secret place. And it's funny that Bernard kind of, even though, like, once he's in past the door, he can still see what's in there and he can still talk about what that says. Because he even says this is like one of several stations that are all over the park. He didn't know this one was yeah. here, but like, this is similar to other ones. And... She she goes over and starts looking at things, and we see like the blueprint for Dolores it says Dolores prototype, and of course we were already, we were already thinking that he's a host. We know what she's going to find. Yeah. She's going to find him, and she does, and she's like, "What's this?" And he says, "Doesn't look like anything to me," which was set up perfectly halfway through the episode. It was. It was so perfect where he was doing the awareness test and he's shown the images of the outside world, and he says. Doesn't look like anything to me. Yeah, and oh, it's just, and again, it's already been confirmed. He already said the thing about the door, and yet this still made my heart go, oh crap! Like, yeah, you know, it's just the execution is so good yeah. that every beat of it was like just so impactful. And that, that's when this has been Ford basically wanders into the scene, and you know, Anthony Hopkins, of course, is a great actor, but I feel like this is the episode where he finally got to show his chops. And he finally got to let loose. Yeah, it's been it's been a while because I feel like a lot of the show he's just kind of been on the edge. He's been on the fringe. It's like it was interesting that they cast such a big name for what up till now has been relatively you know smallish parts. Mm. So he comes in and he, he he openly starts talking about it. He's he's not meant to see things that is harmful to his programming. And the moment I love here is when Bernard starts acting confused. Which by the way. Again, talking about the acting is when he's talking to Teresa about this. If you pay attention to Bernard, he ha- he has this really awkward thing where he doesn't know where to look, and he, mm. he he's not sure what to do. It's like it's like he's something's not computing quite right. Yeah, and it's just it's like and you almost don't even notice it because you're so focused on the conversation, but it's happening. And I, I noticed because I actually, I confess, I watched this scene twice. I went back and watched the last five minutes again because there was so much in it. I wanted to make sure I got a lot of it i even after this i also went back to two previous episodes and checked things uh which i'll bring up in a minute because they're relevant all right but yeah but the moment i love i love so much is when ford says we well, asked enough bernard and he pauses him and bernard does the, the pause which again we've had it confirmed twice now three times technically if you could him just talking about it like it's been confirmed multiple times he's a host but the moment he freezes it's like oh shit but the best part about it is Teresa's reaction to it because she's already realised she's already called Ford a monster she already knows what's going on but when he freezes and she sees it she sees like the actual evidence that he is not human and she's been having a relationship with him she's been doing all this with it and like her reaction to this the shock and horror on her face she didn't even say anything 
it's just the horror on our face so well done it's the same way it affects us because even though like you said we've seen everything the same way she has but you could still talk your way out of most of it you know like oh there's a plan here but you know it could be just for a copy like it could be modeled on him because we've mm-hmm. seen like the family is modeled on ford's family yeah yeah it's a lot to, so, a lot you know to there's things where you could you know you could talk your way out of it until that moment where it's like nope this is it yeah yeah and then you know they, they get into it and ford like talks about how every so often Delos will start to like complain or someone will start to uncover what's really going on. That you know, he has this that these secret posts and that maybe he's got too much power and they try to take it from him. And that's when he says something that uh, really piqued my interest because he repeats a line that Charlotte said mm. in the scene when she uh, Teresa went to speak to her about how to reset things, uh, there, there's a blood sacrifice unfortunately must happen and I think you could read into this two ways one is the more obvious and straightforward way is that you know Hector was in the room and he's heard this conversation so he's throwing that line back in our face to show I am playing God I hear everything yeah I hear everything I know about this and this is the same kind of idea but even perhaps a bigger deal than that and I'll it depends, because I, I, I'm not sure if Charlotte acts the way that I would like. I feel like Charlotte trying to make the power play earlier on goes against this, but part of me also suspected that maybe she's also a host, and the idea is that Ford has also infiltrated like the board with a host, you know? Um, mm. Because he says that line, like because she said that as well. I know. The first one's more likely, but I think that's also an interesting idea to steal over. Yeah, I think the first is more like just the idea that they're both playing the same game, essentially. Yeah. But he's winning. <laughs> well, yeah. He's definitely winning at this point. Uh, but, she, you know, and she tries to call out. She tries to use her phone to get out. And he's like, I told you, I built all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you thought it was like, because we mentioned how it was kind of scary in that, like, uh, you know, that scene they had a couple of episodes ago on like where she came as a kid in the, the dinner table. Mm. And uh, this was just like that, turned up to 11. Yeah. And he just like turns and tells Bernard to kill her. And this shows, again, that his secret hosts don't have the same, you know, rules, the same programming that the rest of them do. Like, they have a more advanced programming that does allow them to do this kind of thing. Yeah, they don't have the same restrictions as others. And it was making me think, though, if Teresa was the one behind the alternate programming that was sending out the signals, maybe that wasn't. Maybe that was just for them to like uh, try and like because because uh, Charlotte talks about how the company like it's not really interested in like the tourist side of things. It's more about analyzing the data as, as if it's as if it's one big experiment. And because it's a company, I'm thinking you know like. Is this purely like for commercial? It's like they're trying to analyze people people's behavior. Like, so if they react like this here, if this is where their violent tendencies come out, if this is what turns them on, and so on, like it could all just be about advertising. I don't know. I don't know if it's more. So I, I just got the impression that uh, I'm uh, a bit more base level, where because she's talking about the code and that's mm. the IP. I think just you know as the the AI aspect of things, but they have applications that they want to apply that to. That's oh, you know more than just a theme park. They want to expand that into more day-to-day uses it was because she had a line about uh it was it was something on the lines of uh there's like 35 years of ex- you know experiment data here 
Yeah. That's just sitting here that no one's allowed to look at. Um, and I almost, I, I took that as more of a, them wanting to use that so they can manipulate people better. See, that's possible. Because I, I just uh, thought maybe experiment data is in all the data they've got on AI and the hosts and, you know, like the way it functions and the what it's built to and, you know. Yeah, no, I can see it. I, I think, I, I mean, that might just be part of it as well. Uh, it, it's just yeah. that because the show's so much about finding yourself, and we'll get to William and Dolores later, but so much of that was about finding who you really are and all that. But, no, no, it works both yeah. ways. It could have been either. Yeah. So to go back to this final scene, because there's so much to unpack in it. Uh, so Bernard kills Teresa, and it's very horrifying because he just turns him into a killer robot at his yeah. command. It's like, you know, snap of the fingers... It kills her. Which, by the way, that uh, host that's getting built—that is so the replacement for Teresa. Uh, I'm I'm down for that because it was the way it's shot. Where as she's being killed, we're actually focusing on the the new yeah. host. It's like this is the 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 cycle because everything yeah. about this show is cyclical and it's all loops. Yeah, and it also leads into like, okay, sure, he says that Teresa's it was Teresa's idea to have the relationship, but like, did he let Bernard go along with it? Because oh, this can we can analyze her so that our responses are more natural to what she would have done. Like you know, so the host will have the data that he's collected by being with her in all yeah. these different situations. Because the difference is with Bernard, he's always been a host, and so he's never had to, you know, fool like he had to fool into thinking he was human, sure. But this is now this host has got to fool someone into thinking that it's actually her, not just that it's a person. It's got to be a yeah. specific person. Yeah, but of course, we don't know if Ford has done this to other people. Like, no, we don't. Uh, and it does lead us to the speculation of who Bernard really is. Because when she looks at that blueprint, you don't see his name. The camera conveniently is above where the name is. You don't get to see it. Yeah. And I think the popular speculation would probably be that he is actually based on Arnold. That's the, the obvious go-to, isn't it? I've got evidence for you, though. Okay, go on. Remember when I said I went back to a couple of episodes to check some things? Sure. This was two things here. One was this whole idea of not seeing things that they're not supposed to. I went back to episode... Uh, two, I actually went through like three episodes looking for this scene because I couldn't remember which one it was in. Uh, I think it was episode two when I, when I ultimately found it. It's when we first hear the backstory of Arnold and Ford hands Bernard a photograph of himself and another man and he... And he talks like this was his partner, right? And he yeah. hands him it. And this other person in the photograph isn't Bernard, doesn't look anything like Bernard. But when you sure. look at the, Now, assuming that this is from Bernard's perspective, which it would be if you want to trick the audience. Yeah. And they did the same thing with the door. The door wasn't there until it switched to Teresa's like, viewpoint yeah. on it. If you look at the photograph, yes, there's, there's Ford, there's a man in the middle. But they're both off to the like, side. Like, there's, like, a, enough, there's enough space for like, another person. Yeah, is there? It's clearly framed as if there was three people, and oh, there's one person that's not there. Look at that. So if he's programmed not to see pictures of himself, because it would, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd go and watch the episode again and find it, hmm. but I'm just gonna go to Reddit because I'm sure someone's already posted it there for me. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and the other big bit of evidence, and this gets into timey wimey stuff. You like this? Mm, okay. So the scenes which were in episode two or three of Bernard talking to Dolores. He's having these secret meetings with Dolores. Right. 
and he's asking her questions about things that are going on, about our nature of humanity, and he's saying to her, don't tell anyone about these conversations, and all that. Mm. Those take place in this room. Do they? The machine's not there, but it's the same room. It's the same glass box, there's a staircase behind them. Now, you could write this off, as he does say there's multiple places like this. That's what I was just about to say, yeah. However... I am of the belief that this is actually Arnold and not Bernard. And this is in the past, when she was first built. Okay, I, I can see why. Firstly, because it's just really interesting, if that's the case. That would also add a new dynamic to, you know, when Ford speaks to Laura, she's like, when's the last time you spoke to Arnold? Mm. It would be that, those conversations, not... Yeah, and she wouldn't be lying about it. Yeah. Because when she said it was like, you know, however many hundreds and hundreds of days, yeah. it would be accurate because it was that long ago. But the other reason why I think this holds a lot of weight is because think about the questions that Bernard was asking in those scenes and his interest and the way he seemed to want her to be like more sentient, which is what we know from Ford is that was Arnold's what thing. Arnold wanted, yeah. yeah. Has Bernard shown that interest in any other time in the show other than those scenes with Dolores? Um, I don't believe so. Yeah, that, that was the other thing. So, that's also one thing. Because obviously, you could say, "Oh, well, people know," but no one knows who Arnold was. No one even barely knew he existed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so. uh, Logan said he didn't even know his name. Um, uh, Ford in the scene where he talks about him says he was white from history. Uh, you know, the company didn't want him to know about him. Yeah. So he could be. Yeah, no, that. It's the most obvious thing. I have, I do have a, a question about this him being a host. So obviously he has the the memories of the wife and kid, and you go, sure, they're implanted. Yeah, we've seen that I countless times. Or possibly it could actually be Arnold's real wife and kid. Or like, that, like the history could still be accurate. It's just that, right? Yeah. But you know, like either way, that that I'm not questioning that. We saw him speak to his wife. Oh, uh, she's another host. Could be, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm yeah. just genuinely curious because it's like, how, how does that play off? I think that's part of like Ford convincing him he's human. Like, because if if he couldn't do that, then it would be kind of obvious to him, would it not? Well, maybe not obvious. I but... mean, would it? I mean, because you just go, you could, just, there'd be countless ways around it. Surely, you go, oh, we, you know, no phone signal. She was in an accident or something. You know, anything. Maybe But he lets her speak to her. Well, assuming... I'm assuming she's not real. Like, I'm assuming she's a host as well. Or... Mm. Because if it's... Yeah, it couldn't be the real wife because she would be Anthony Hopkins' age and she'd be like, why are you still this young? Uh, So, yeah. I think the reason behind it is I think unlike the other hosts... He has to pass off for human to everyone else, like other human beings who work with these hosts day in and day out, but they can't tell that he's a host. Yeah. So to achieve that, he has to have all these extra human interactions that fulfill, like fill out the story, fill out the backstory and the experience, and you know. Alright, I buy it. Uh, so yeah, that's my that's my thought there. I do like the idea of him being Alan because it explains why Ford has him as his like protege, essentially, yeah. like him as his partner in crime. Not just that he was controlling him, but like, because from before we knew it was a host, 
it was played as if he was his successor, like the, the heir apparent. Yeah. And that, that all makes sense for it to be Arnold in that case. There's no other logical it conclusion, really does. I don't think. But the idea that these scenes with Dolores are actually further back in the timeline, which even if you don't buy the whole William as the Man in Black thing, and we'll talk a bit more about that later, I'm, I'm firmly of the belief now there's at least two timelines going on. Yeah. In some yeah. capacity, there's at least... If nothing in the park is, at least those scenes are, I feel like. I agree. That said, I feel like there was some of the William stuff this week that you know gave further credence to it. Oh, yeah, well. I agree. I agree. We'll talk about that. There was one line of dialogue in particular that sent my alarm... There was. It might be the same yeah. line, probably. Yeah, probably. Oh, dear. I feel like there was something else in this final scene I wanted to talk about, and we went down this rabbit hole of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, ah, maybe it was Delos related and what Delos actually wanted to do. I can't remember. Uh, but we'll, we'll move on if you, if you remember yeah, it. Yeah, we can come back, we can come back. But no, that final ten minutes was like... And the fact is, is this episode already had like several scenes that I thought were stand, including the one with Clementine when they were doing the whole test. I thought that was a standout scene for several reasons, acting included, music included, all that. Same in this final ten minutes. Um, let's go to Maeve. I want to talk about Maeve mm. because first of all, something as simple as her doing her daily morning routine, but shutting the piano at the end, yeah, was just a nice touch of so, something's different. Like she, She's more self-aware. I mean, knows that she's smarter. She got them to turn up her intelligence. But first standout scene with her, there was two with her, but the first one that really stood out for her was her pretending to be still when the techies like turned everyone on pause. Yeah. That was like stunningly suspenseful. It was. And the idea that she, cause she, she and we assumed they were coming for her. Yeah, and yeah, just when she picks up the knife, ready, it's like okay, if you see her like that, you still buy that she just had the knife in her hand. Yeah, yeah. When you froze it, but she's ready. That's terrifying. It's ter- well, see, this thing is, is it? But I'm on her side though, kinda. Like, yeah, you no, know, I get that. Even though these guys are just doing their job, I'm kind of on her side. Like her entire world's like a cage. She's yeah, know. and from her perspective, these masked men come in and take someone away. That's yeah. you know that's pretty scary. But the great thing is, is that it's not even like a just a cheap like thing to give you the the, the red herring. It's because it's actually connects to the other plot where they're using her, saying that she's doing this bad stuff. So it ties in. It doesn't just feel like a cheap. Oh, we'll do this to make you think they're going for her, but they're actually going for her. It's like yeah, it actually has a reason, which is cool. Um, but then of course she wakes up, and I love that the lab tech guys like, look, you keep coming down here. Like, people are going to start noticing how often you're visiting the, you know the. Yeah, it was twenty four hours later. He said, yeah. uh, but she makes him take take her to where Clementine is. And what I loved about this is we see Teresa, we see Bernard in this scene. Like it feels like these characters have been so separate from everything else that the idea that we see these other main characters walking past, because you know, these tech guys are kind of minor. You know, they're important because of Maeve, but they're not important in the grand scheme of things. No, not to the company. They're not. They're just yeah. maybe the other one. Because yeah. he's the one performing this stuff on, on Clementine. Yeah. But the idea that she has to stand there and watch as her friend is lobotomized, basically. Yeah. Uh, really effective. Really, really effective. Yeah, it is. And even better than that is those him trying to explain to her that he had no choice and they had to do it. When you just pro- see her saying nothing the whole yeah. time, just, just watching him. Yeah. But probably my favourite line of dialogue from the episode... As after he tries to explain 
you know, and Thandi Newton again. The actor in this show is phenomenal, and Thandi Newton. I feel like I know what line this is going to be. It's when she says she's died a thousand times. How many times have you died? Uh. When she's threatening them, that line is terrifying. Yeah, there's another line as well in there where um, where she says, uh, "When I first came here, I thought you were gods, but you're just men, and I know how to deal with men." <laughs> And it's like, oh, she's so in control right now. It's scary. Yeah, I. Now that that line about how many times have you died? It was just, it was so like, I'm not scared of death. I do it all the time. Like, yeah. But you've only got one. Yeah. And I will kill you. Uh, which sets up a really exciting plot. If she's going to try and get them to jailbreak her out of the building, you know, that's the. I mean, what what if that's like part of season two is that she's actually on the outside and we follow her in the real world. Whilst other stuff's going on, mm, that would be interesting. Uh, I don't know if they'll do that, but they might. Uh, I mean, I'd question if the show could afford it. But then, then again, every week I am in shock and awe. It, some even of the... this, right? Yeah, you, know, you know the scene where it's it's Dolores. She's still on the edge of the cliff, looking down. Mm. Oh man, there was that. But it was even bef- just before we got to that when they're all riding the horses, and the camera just went to this aerial shot and pulled back, and I'm like, this is a TV show. Yeah, it looks so impressive. The, 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 the TV shows don't get to do this. <laughs> what? Yeah. HBO just doesn't give a damn anymore. They're just throwing money at anything. Oh, oh, well, they're getting cred from us for that. That this because this show's just gorgeous and it oofed. Um, but yeah, everything, everything with Maeve has been really interesting ever since. Uh, you know that that first glimmer of like realizing stuff. You know. Uh, really really good. and it, it does actually like bring it back to Ford it's like well we thought he was dead set against them like becoming sentient but I'm wondering has he had a change of heart in all this time is this why he's initiating all this new stuff is because he wants to eventually realise Arnold's vision or does he want to bastardise it as like a act of defiance at the end you know kind of thing I think just I mean I don't want to go back to the idea that obviously he's Arnold but the idea that he was obviously so conflicted with Arnold and he had these differences on, you know, this major issue here, yet now he essentially has Arnold subservient to him and mm. he can make him do what he wants. Makes him feel it's more such powerful. A, it's such a, again, it adds to that God complex, doesn't it? Yeah. But the fact is, is that this setting up Ford is this much of a villain where he's killing people and replacing them with hosts. In a weird way, it kind of makes Man in Black the, the hero. Like... It does. Like, if Man in Black's the one trying to, like, take... Because he suspects, maybe not exactly what's going on, but if what he's looking for, the real game, like, he like he suspects there's hosts in there that are more than what the regular ones are and this kind of thing. Like, if he's trying to expose this and get to the centre of all this, if that's what he's actually trying to do, then it kind of makes him the hero, which is weird, because when we first met him, he felt like such a villain in comparison. Yeah. Oh, man, what if the centre of the maze is the cottage? It could be. That'd be cool. Mm, very interesting. Uh, so let's go over to Dolores and William. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's t- obviously we spend a lot of time with them in the train and they talk and we then get out of the train and whatever. But I think the key the key talking points here is the conversation they have in the middle of the episode, which is phenomenal. Again, I'm using that word a lot, but the episode was this is probably the best episode of the show so far. Like it was. Yeah, probably. And there was no man in black, and that's astonishing to me. <laughs> yeah. 
but so she starts asking about what she wants and what he wants and they kind of they go back and forth and he's talking about this place and he, he thought it was just a place for you know base level like you know instincts and like wants and needs and he's, he's like in the line that he said that you know set my is he the man in black and this is like the past like setting off you know alarm bells was when he said I kind of want to figure this place out now like I want to know what this place is like you know he, he, and I'm like that's sounding very man in black to me that that line right there there was another one as well uh where what's his name uh oh god I'm blank on the train Lawrence. with him Lawrence sorry uh says to him oh maybe you've got more of an appetite for this than you thought yeah 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 yeah, because he also says you're quite uh, proficient in killing people as well yeah. at one point. Uh, no, th- yeah. So the, all there was those little hints, but I, I think th- just their relationship culminating there, and like William basically saying that outside in the real world he's been faking it because he has to fake it to get by because you're expected to act a certain way, and he's this male mannered guy who doesn't do this and do that. And even the fact that he didn't want to kill people right away made him feel more of an outsider. Made mm. him feel like he was the weirdo. And coming in here and getting to be the hero is the first time he's actually felt like he's actually real. Yeah. You know, it feels like he's really being him. And I thought that was a really interesting... Because it's kind of the opposite. Like, they're in the fake world. Like, this is pretend. Yeah, I wonder if one of the things that, you know, like, like breaks him and turns him into the Man in Black would be when Dolores doesn't remember him anymore. Mm. And he's, he's formed, obviously we see him form this relationship and obviously it takes a nice level in this episode. But at the end of this, you know, when, when the cycle resets and she gets her memory wiped and she doesn't remember him anymore and he's lost all of that, that might be something that turns him cynical. And, you know, you know the reason where we saw him in the first episode with her and he didn't treat her exactly well. Yeah. I wonder if it's stuff to do with that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, assuming this is right, of course, this whole yeah, yeah. yeah. It, thing, but... it's, if you're gonna theorize, you have to just yeah. assume that that's right. Yeah, but of course, she she draws this out. Well, well, he's sleeping after they've uh, they've had sex, and he wakes up, and she's drawing this, you know, mountains and river, mm. and that's where we end up with them uh, at the end of their story in this episode when they split from Lawrence, and they're going to. I can't remember what exactly what they call it, but it's basically no man's land. Like no one's ever been there, or no one's ever came back from there. It's uncharted territory. Yeah. Uh, which makes me think maybe they are getting close to like a maze or something. No, maybe not. Then if he is the man in black, and the man in black needs to find the maze, then I guess it would make sense that he hasn't actually been to the maze before. So. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense, would it? Yeah. But nah. Uh, certainly intrigued to what they're out there looking at and I don't know if they're going to find the church that she's been having visions of because clearly she had visions of this you know this canyon that these mountains with the river I'd assume the church is down river somewhere yeah but so I wonder if we'll get to that in next episode I don't know looking forward to that it's funny how though uh, the show has this this weird pattern of it always has three plot there's like four stories going on overall but there's only ever three in one episode so this episode had no man in black last week had no Dolores and William you know yeah it seems to be sort of rotating which one it's kind of ignoring episode to yeah. episode. Which, uh, which isn't really a complaint or even a praise, it's just an observation. <laughs> I think it's well done because it never feels like there's too much packed into one episode. Even though we have so much, it doesn't feel like there's too much. And nothing gets shafted and, you know, gets 
not enough time to do what it needs to on a week to week progression. Yeah. Because otherwise, I feel like we'd we had the same amount of runtime. We'd have to sacrifice parts of every story to fit everything in, and you wouldn't get as much progression each week. I agree. I so agree. yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Where is Elsie? I honestly don't know. I don't think that she has been. I don't think she's been uh, forded and hostized. <laughs> To make up two words. <laughs> I don't either, for the reason that Bernard was on the phone to her, you know, and like he was nowhere, he wasn't involved with this. So I've seen some people saying, oh, like he must have been the one like, behind it all. You know, the way he took Teresa down yeah, to yeah. the cottage, he's kind of played her up to that. I don't buy that, I don't think, because he wasn't there and he, you know, she was the one investigating this alone. We saw that. And I don't know. It doesn't seem like Ford's mo just to take like her. Like what? What? Like Teresa? I can see the purpose. I'm not sure I can with Elsie. Yeah, but it makes me interested in who did take her. Like who? Who was it? Like I don't know. It's hard to say. We don't. We don't see much enough in that scene last week to have an idea. But I imagine we'll maybe find out next week. Uh, yeah, I think so. They can't leave it too long, can they? Yeah, I'll think they will. But. Uh, no, this was fantastic episode. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, probably the best one yet. Uh, that final 10 minutes was exhilarating. And even then, like like I said, there was already, you know, the two scenes with Maeve, the, the scene where... Cause even the scene where William and Dolores, like, end up kissing and having sex, like, even that scene was so riveting from just a character perspective. Yeah. And, like, him realising that he... Like pretends in the outside world, but in here doesn't feel like he has to do that. Yeah. So he never wants to leave, you know. Like, yeah. All of it, all of it was just riveting stuff. So, no, that's uh, that's Westworld this week. Anything else you want to add in, Connor? Anything that I've glossed over or missed? Or I, I really don't think we glossed over anything there. <laughs> Are you saying we rambled on too long? Is that what you're saying to me? I'm saying we rambled on the exact amount of time this episode deserved. All right. I'm cool with that. That is Westworld. Let us know what you think of this episode. Give us some thoughts and theories about the characters and whatever uh, we would like to hear them. Uh, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, <laughs> like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. I'm flustered. Look, hear me. I'm flustered. I don't know what to say. Bye, guys.